Wrestling fans, are you ready? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! I'm back, so deal with it. Let's do this! Welcome back, folks, to WrestleRant Radio right here on EC Radio. I am your host, Graham Deuson Matthews, sitting alongside the illustrious RJ. How's it going tonight, RJ? Doing good tonight, Graham. Sounds good. We got a lot to talk about here tonight. We got NXT TakeOver, which was amazing. I think both you and I can agree on that. Um, Monday Night Raw from last night, which I thought also was pretty good. Um, Fastlane on Sunday. A lot of stuff going on right now. A lot to talk about. We are without a guest, but it's fine because there's so much to talk about. We're going to take on the full hour and maybe then some. But I'm on the road to WrestleMania. We are five weeks away, I think. Or, yeah, a little under six weeks, actually, until WrestleMania 31. You're not going this year, but you're, but you're equally me, pumped, though, right? Don't let me, don't let me, <laughs> I want to go so bad, but. It's still, it's WrestleMania, but we'll have to wait and see how it compares to last year. Last year, I think, is up there in terms of, like, one of the best ever, in my opinion. I don't know if you would agree. You're being, I mean, you being there, too. I think me being there would be more biased, saying yeah. it was a better, but I think. Even from a subjective standpoint, Even though. watching it bad, I think it was one of the best. Re- I, th- I don't know if ever, but recently at least. Yeah, definitely in the last five or six oh, years. Yeah, and maybe even in ten years yeah. I would stretch it. But still, though, I think um, WrestleMania 31, as it is, is, is uh, you know turning out to be a great show. Triple H and Sting I am very excited about now. After the segment that we saw last night, I thought that was awesome. Between Triple H and Ric Flair, great way to kick off the build between Triple H and Sting, which we will talk about in a little bit with our predictions for Fastlane on Sunday. But kicking it off, though... Um, brief news item here. I know you're not the biggest TNA fan, I but this that. this was trending worldwide only a couple of hours ago. Samoa Joe, who's been with the company for the last 10 years, has left the company after his contract expired. Um, no new indication as to whether or where he might be going, but what are your thoughts on Samoa Joe leaving TNA? I, I, can care. <laughs> I can care less. I just... I'll rephrase, I'll rephrase that question. Where do you think he's going to end up? He'll probably go to New Japan with uh, AJ Styles, probably. Probably, yeah. Because someone was asking me before, because I, I, put, I put out a tweet shortly after it uh, happened, and that I would like to see him in WWE at this stage of his career. Though I think we've talked about it here on the show before. I don't think they would utilize him the way that he deserves to be utilized, and that he was so talented um, when he was undefeated for maybe like a year or so in Tina, like a, like a decade or something like that. Um, for a, a decade ago, he was undefeated for for about a year. Um, he was so hot in his feud with Kurt Angle and like back in 06, 07, 08. But in the last couple of years, this guy has done nothing. And I don't really blame him. I mean, he's a little more out of shape than he was 10 years ago. But um, still, though, they have completely marginalized the guy for the last couple of years. There is no worth in Samoa Joe. Would it be cool? Like maybe they would have brought him in like five years ago to do a thing with um, Umaga or something like that. A Samoa Joe versus the Samoan Bulldozer. I don't know. But um, it would have been cool. I think it's way past his time in WWE. And I, when someone asked me about it this past afternoon on Twitter, I said that uh, if they were going to bring him in, I think there's a lot less chance, a lot less likely chance of, the, of them bringing him in if they weren't even going to consider bringing in AJ Styles, who 
he was, you know, after his TNA contract expired in late 2013, there was a lot of speculation where he might end up. Is he going to New Japan? Could WWE take a look at him? And they didn't even bother. Like he said himself, they didn't even bother taking a look at him, which is to me is asinine. I know the guy's like 30 something years old, but if they're going to take a guy, if they're going to take a look at guys like Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, uh, you know, Hideo Itami, a.k.a. Kenta. I think AJ Styles could work in NXT as well, but what are your thoughts? I'm, gonna say, I'm looking through it right now. He was in ROH, so... I, th- I think I think he could. they could sign him to maybe... N- he'd go NXT. Samoa Joe? Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. I think they'd have to obviously repackage him. They're not going to get him... I don't know, Samoa Joe name, obviously. that They would not let that happen. Kev- I think, yeah. Because Kevin Owens, they had changed his name. Everyone changed their name, so they're going to have to do that because it's all trademark and copyright stuff, yeah. so... I don't know. I think it would be nice to see him come in. I think if he went to NXT, it would show it'd bring more fans in. I think it would it'd be, bring yeah. way more fans yeah, in. Absolutely. They had some more, I don't know how utilized he'd be on the main roster, but mm-hmm. I think. Well, you could say that about anybody running yeah. NXT right now. You never really know until they're brought up. Exactly. Like Bo I, Dallas, I think he's 35. He's not too old yet, I guess. Um, hopefully, I, I'd like to see him in NXT, but. It is what it is, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it would be cool, but I think the thing is, is that with Kevin Owens, I am so surprised and a little bit shocked that, along with Thimbalore too, but more so Kevin Owens, is that he's a guy who made a name for himself on the indies in ROH, not even in like a Japanese company or anything like that. I mean, granted, you have guys like Punk, Brian Rollins, um, Sami Zayn, all these other guys from Ring of Honor who have been success- successful in the WWE, specifically NXT, ECW, whatever. And uh, Kevin Owens is the same kind of deal, and they've allowed him to keep his character, keep his mainstream fans from Ring of Honor and be himself from Ring of Honor. Like, the whole Kevin Owens shtick that we saw last week on TakeOver was exactly what you would have seen in a Ring of Honor, to a lesser extent, 10 years ago. So I'm so happy they're allowing him to be the beast that he truly is. With Samoa Joe, I think it's a little bit different. There might be, I can't confirm this is all speculation, that there might be some spite there with him being from TNA. He's a TNA guy. He's been there for 10 years in that, you know, you go down the list of people who came over from TNA, more often than not, they are not the most successful people. Christian, I know he's a former World Heavyweight Champion. They pushed him for a while in 2011, but aside from that, he was a glorified mid-card guy. R-Truth became, you know, he was doing pretty well for himself in TNA. Came over back to WWE, you know, he was there before as K-Quick. Came back over as a happy-go-lucky black rapper, you know, so that that happened Booker to Arthur. T. Booker T, same exact thing. Well, he never wrestled, but I know what you mean. Um, after he came back from TNA, Kevin Nash, same thing. Uh, karma, I mean, it wasn't really, that was all bad timing. It was all bad timing. That was exactly. pregnancy, but Xavier Woods is a prime example. Consequences created yeah. the guy. He was yeah. he was over. He, in, I, I watched TNA back then. He wasn't. He was over, but he, he was wasn't just, like a mainstream exactly. star. You make but, him seem like No, 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 but he was a very talented dude, and now he's in the New Day. Yeah, and that could be he's said. He's talented, but too. I just like WWE looks for stars. He's not a star. That's true. Issue. That's true. But but it's still, though, I think the point still stands. There has not been one person, to my memory, to my mind, that has come from TNA over to WWE, regardless of whether they were there before or not, that has been pushed to the level that they should have been or could be, like main event status. Like no one comes to mind. 
But do you think any of them should have been a main event status? Do you think our truth should be in the main? Oh no, absolutely not. But, but you're naming all these people. I don't think any of them should have been in the main event scene. But our truth, like we saw in 2011, could have been something as a heel. He was a heel over in TNA. You look his promos up on YouTube. Ron Killings TNA, whatever. He teamed with Road Dog for a while, whatever. But he had some really good work. He's a former NWA champion. Like I said, doesn't it doesn't have to be a former world champion or WWE champion in, in WWE. Who he was a tag team. And TNA with Pac-Man Jones. Yes. I'm trying. To, is it just them two, right? There's someone else too, I think, right? Road Dog was a little. They had a little thing going. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to think. But yeah. Aside from that, though, they could have pushed him instead of having him come back in as the rapper. You know what I mean? They could have pushed him as that, not as a main event star, but. Like I said, I don't know. It's because there might have been many factors, but I think because of the fact that he's a TNA guy, they never. You know, they probably just want him. like the perception to be a WWE guy. They want exactly. to take someone exactly. from the other company, pretty much. Yeah, and well, I mean that's that. The point still stands. I think it specifically applies to TNA because Ring of Honor. You guys, you have guys like Rollins, Zayn, Owens, even who I mean Triple H is kind of more high on him. That's why they're pushing him to the moon down there, and rightfully so. But um, you know they don't they don't bury people from New Japan or wherever else or you know Ring of Honor. It's more so I don't know. I, I just maybe a TNA thing. I don't know. And this isn't an anti TNA rant by any means. But I don't know. I just look at I it. I just think like you're. I think the the talent that they're like considering like you're thinking of like a Daniel Bryan or Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn compared to our truth Christian True. at the end of his career. True. And then there uh, was also if you remember him. Uh, Lance Hoy, a.k.a. Vance Archer, who went nowhere, nowhere. in WWE. And then they signed, uh, there's someone else that they signed in TNA? To. In the uh, last couple of years? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of his name. Not Xavier Woods, their no. consequences creed. Oh my god, it's the, I know his name and I can't think of it right now. What part of TNA was he from? Like what, what I think he was a tag period? team. I don't, can't think of his name right now. I want to say... Uh, I need to look it up. I can't think of his name. <laughs> he was a tag team, it was like, oh... Oh nine, ten. Not Kazarian, right? Kazarian too was no, in Kazarian TNA for a while. No, Kazarian. It's not Kazarian. I know who. I, th I know the guy I'm thinking of. And he went back to TNA too. And he tagged to Matt Hardy. I don't know what his name is. Oh, Brandon Walker. Yeah. Brandon Walker, aka um, uh, not Chris Hero. Chris, 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 something. <laughs> what yes, was it? You know what I know about. exactly who you're talking about. Um, but no, no, I think that's another excellent example in that he was a guy that had a lot of potential in TNA when he was first teaming with James Storm as a part of the um, the American Wild Tag Team. That's uh, something. Yeah, uh, America's Most Wanted. That's exactly who it was. And um, they never did anything with him. They brought him in as a part of <laughs> as a part of ECW. You're dead from the start from that point. And, um, I mean, I guess he was a little bit out of shape, but still, I mean, that's another example of a guy that had a lot of potential in TNA, was looked at as the next big thing, got signed Chris by Harris WWE. Chris Harris the Wildcat. Chris Harris is exactly Beer money. Beer money. No, no, not beer money. That's uh, Bobby Roode. Um, I think it was America's Most Wanted, Yeah, right? America's Most Wanted. Yeah, that's what it was. But, that's um, what it was. Wildcat Chris Harris. A.K.A. Brandon Walter. He's way overweight in this picture. <laughs> yeah, in WWE, he was way overweight. So maybe it was... Uh, he only had like two matches, and if you if you type it on YouTube, Braden Walker three disc DVD set or Hall of Fame. If you watch it on YouTube, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's hysterical, but um yeah, Samoa Joe, like you said, I'm with you on that one. I I see him going back to either New Japan or Ring of Honor. The current crop of talent they have over there right now, I think, could be phenomenal in terms of matches that Samoa Joe could have with those guys. Um, would be cool to see him in WWE, like we I think we both agreed on. In that. I don't see it being very likely. It would be awesome with the guys that they have down in NXT. I don't see it happening, but it would be cool. Maybe like 
Um, like if they were in Philly this year, I think would have been perfect for like a brief one over or a one off AJ Styles appearance or something like that, a Samoa Joe one off. They don't have to sign up with the company. It would be cool if we at least got one appearance from Samoa Joe. I like Joe. to see AJ Styles in WWE. I just don't think it's gonna happen. I know I don't. I don't see it happening either, especially at this point in his career. But you know he's having some of the best matches of his career right now and over in New Japan. Um, if you watch the. The New Japan pay-per-view at the start of the year on January 4th. I forgot what it was called, but I watched it, though, and he had an excellent match. Um, he too. A, I forgot what his name was. He was one of the Japanese guys. Obviously. So, yeah, I don't watch. AJ Styles was one of the people that got me interested in TNA. I always yeah. loved his entrance. He was great. He was, he was great, great yeah. I think. Obviously, like you said, I don't think he'll ever amount to much in WWE because, like, he's the TNA guy. Yeah, he's And then they have to redo his name, so it won't be AJ Styles. Yeah, exactly. It's what it is. Exactly. So I don't see it happening, but it would have been cool, though. It's more one of those what-if situations as opposed to um, if he came. I'd rather see him, you know, do his thing and enjoy what he's doing over in in Japan as opposed to coming in and hating his job for, uh, you know, losing to guys like Yoshitatsu or something. (laughs) Yoshitatsu's a go-to guy, even though he's not under contract anymore. Freaking AJ Styles broke Yoshitatsu's neck. He did! Oh my god, look at the connection there! Holy shit, look at that. But, um, yeah, still, I I think he's better off in in Japan along with uh, Samoa Joe. That said, though, NXT TakeOver arrival on the subject of that. Last Wednesday night, live on the WWE Network. Another phenomenal special. Um, Would you call this, in a nutshell, real quick, the best one so far? It's really hard it's to say. It's really close. I'd have to rewatch them all to think. I think... There's been five so far. Yeah, I would have to rewatch them all, but this one was really good. Um, besides the Bull Dempsey Baron Corbin match, I think the night was pretty good. That was the only blemish, yeah. And and some of the tag team matches were a little, eh. Kalisto had a few, few botches. Oh, that tag team match, yeah. I yeah. think it was better than their first match. Obviously. We got a little bit more time, yeah, but... but. Um, yeah, the Kalista. Was it Kalista or Sin Cara? It was Kalista because one time he went to jump over the top rope and he all screwed up. I saw up. that, yeah. And then he did like a hurricane run and it looked like snapped the guy's neck. <laughs> he like, I don't even know what he tried to do. The guy was on his knees and he tried to do a hurricane run and literally his head just smashed yeah. right in the mat. Yeah, I think that's what you're talking about. Alex, I don't know, Corey Graves like, I think he spiked his head. I'm like, oh, there's a broken neck for you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who it was, Murphy or... Uh, uh, Blake, Blake, yeah, Murph or Blake, I don't, I don't Murphy know. or Blake, yeah, I think their new names are. And they're not, they're <laughs> Blake not and Wesley, Murphy. yeah, Blake, Blake and Murphy, Murphy, exactly, exactly. But uh, that was still a nice tag team yes. match. So breaking it off, they're kicking it off here on the match or with, on the, with the show. Um, Hideo Tommy versus Tyler Breeze, which was confirmed, as you said, on the pre-show. A very good match. Very good. The show. I really enjoyed that. Do you think this was a Tommy's best showing to date? Yes, I think so as well. Do you think this feud continues past this point? I hope not. I think they have more. Well, do you think with Tyler Breeze, because you were saying a couple weeks ago that they weren't doing anything with <laughs> They're not doing anything with them. But do you think they should with this feud? I think it's a good feud, but I think it would make no sense for a Tommy to lose to Breeze. So. Yeah, true. What Do you see a Tommy at one point becoming NXT champion down the line? Because yeah. he did promise it. Yeah. Eventually, I do. Before or after Belor, Probably after. After Belor, probably. Yeah, I think those two could have a great series. I think he'll be the one so. there the longest in NXT. Tommy, I think of the three, Owens, Belor, and Tommy, he's the less ready. That's because he's, his mic skills aren't really aren't where they should be. Which, I mean, they're not, not where they should be. But um, they're still progressing. He was kind of a step behind the other two. I think he's starting. To, he's growing on me a little bit. He's, he is. He's, he's very good. Yeah. Love the GTST. Oh man, dude. Uh, the crowd when he goes hits nuts. That, I know. They the come on nuts glued. every time. They stand up. They just start cheering. They're like, "Oh, it's gonna happen. Oh, it's not gonna happen." Yeah. I think he went for like once or twice in that match with Breeze. But I like that they're doing that because when he when he finally hits it, it's gonna mean something. That's gonna be a great moment. They have to save that for like a big match. It should be like the title match. It has to be the title match when he wins the championship, whenever that may be. Even if it's a year down the line, it has to be. 
um, in the championship match that has to happen. But a very fun match to kick off the show. Um, Baron Corbin versus Bull Dempsey, which you already expressed was not your favorite match in the show. Um, please explain why. I just think they had two matches before that were squashes. The no DQ step was not even like used. I think they like they. I think they brought they literally brought a chair and I don't think it was even used in the last like two seconds. Yeah, exactly. yeah like you and said, then it Corbin used it to sit in it. <laughs> yeah, that's extreme. At the end of the at the end of the match, I yeah. just, I don't know, Bull Dempsey. Like I've heard you say a hundred times, he's just irrelevant now. It's like. I don't care about Bull Dempsey anymore. Yeah. Bull. That's the only good thing about him is <laughs> his entrance. Yeah. Besides that, he's just a... F- I don't even know. I would have cared about the guy if they didn't squash exactly. him three times in a row, you know? I mean, they did the three squat Like, the first time, I get it, and the undefeated streak. The second time, it's pushing a little bit. <laughs> three times for in a four-minute match and a no-DQ match, which means nothing. The guy is done. Yeah. I don't see him going anywhere. So why even bother pushing him in the first place? That was just asinine to me but to still make, the, maybe to make Corbin look strong I guess yeah I guess and um I mean it, it was weird too maybe it was just me but there were some boos when Corbin was going for the pinfall maybe it was because the finish didn't look too great or the match was sucked I don't know maybe that's what it maybe was they just pissed at how exactly they didn't use the stip for no that's no probably need. what it was yeah they were probably disappointed the match ended in four minutes as opposed to going a little bit longer and they could have utilized the extreme stipulation the extreme environment more than they did um, I mean, it wasn't like a horrendous match, but in terms of NXT quality, it is compared it to the really final. Bad. Compared to the final three matches, I thought it was bad. Um, if you put that on the WWE show, it'd be like par for the course. I'm like, <laughs> on like <laughs> Raw. That would that would be like a perfect superstars man. Yeah, exactly. It was not good. But um, yeah, Baron Corbin. I don't know where he goes from here. I don't know what you do with the guy. Do you think his next feud might be with Solomon Crow? Solomon debuts tomorrow night. I'm looking wait. forward to that, wait. dude. That's going to be great. Um, and more stuff coming next week, or tomorrow night, actually, in NXT, which we'll talk about at the end of this review. But um, we had that match. We already talked about the NXT title match. Now it's time for the first of three main events on this show. And in your opinion, so far, the match of the year. It's, Not even of the night. I think year. it was the match of the year so far. I think the last two minutes, I was, I've been like... The, the Rollins, Lesnar, and Cena match, I was, like, getting really excited. But at the end of this match, I was the only one in my room sitting at the end of my seat, like, the whole time. When he hit, the, like, the corkscrew flip off that second rope, I was like, oh, my shit. You <laughs> did the win. backwards, too. Yeah, I did the backwards corkscrew flip. Yeah. I don't even know what the hell it was. And then we'll hit this ridiculous move. I'm yeah. like, shit, he's going to lose. What? <laughs> Kicked out. I was like, yeah! Yeah, the fans go crazy. And then he hit uh, the sling blade, and then he did the, like, reverse DT. I'm like, all right, that's not going to do it. Then he went to do uh, the whatever. There's I don't know what the hell is moose called. They just flingy f- no whatever moves. Finn Balor's whatever is the diving knee or kick coup de raw coup de gras something like something that like yeah. that some random name. <laughs> then he missed it and then Neville hit him and then he went for the radio and then he hit then he when he did it and then got the knees. I was like one it was beautiful two, kicked out. I was like yeah, no. This is great. It was just I don't know. I just had him at the end of my seat the whole time at the end and then he finally hit it and won and I was like. Jesus, I don't know how anything's gonna top that. But then, then the main event, and then the women. It was great, but um, yeah, that match was phenomenal. And I think the best part about it too, like we talked about last week here on the show, is that those three main events, as you know, we knew these matches were gonna be great, but the ending outcome was never predictable. Like on all the matches, I think with the exception of Zayn and Owens, we had different people. You ended up getting all three of them yep. right, but we had differing opinions on all three matches. Because they were all unpredictable yeah. on this one, especially because I, I thought Neville. I thought when Neville sure went up for the win. red arrow, I thought it was done. I was like, damn it, Neville's gonna win. And then he. 
I'm so happy to because Finn Balor is a fresh face in the NXT title scene. Adrian Neville, he's probably going to go up the night after WrestleMania. It's not like they're deep pushing him. I just think he's ready to go up pretty soon. Probably hopes he's not. Yeah, well, yeah, hopefully. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, if that's going to be his not his final match in NXT, I'm sure he's going to be there for a while until you know WrestleMania, whatever. Um, that was a hell of a match. For between exactly. both guys, the first the first encounter between both guys, and hopefully not the last. Hopefully we can see more of that on the main roster. Finn Balor, uh, quick prediction here: When do you see him coming to the main roster? If you have to take a rough guess, rough guesstimate, six so, months, a year. I say around Survivor Series. Survivor Series, you think so? I think he could be very well on the WrestleMania 32 <laughs> card yes. next year. I think him, and maybe even Kevin Owens, too, I think. I can see him, Owens, Zayn, and Neville on the car next year. I can absolutely see that. Hope Maybe not in, like, main events, obviously, but I think... Obviously, I'm just saying that I yeah, think yeah, they yeah. could be on the card. Like, yeah, they, there's, there's a potential there that they could be, like, in very good matches on WrestleMania, whether they be on, like, the pre-show, whatever. But, um, yeah, I could very well see all those guys on the main roster by this time next year. Still, though, that was an excellent match. Really enjoyed that. Finn Balor, your new number one contender for the NXT title. And like you said, it wasn't over there. The <laughs> NXT women's title match. I think, in my opinion, we've had Paige and Emma. We've had Charlotte and Natalia. Uh, Charlotte, Charlotte Bailey, Bailey and Charlotte Bailey Banks. And, and now this one. I think this one was the best women's match we've seen on NXT yet. Um, it's not even close. I mean, I think with the story they told, the in-ring action, like when they had, I think it was Sasha who did it. It was Charlotte and then and Becky. Becky Lynch did and the she, double knee. Yep, that yep. was really cool. So I like the uniqueness that they kind of tie into this stuff. That was nice. Um, all the near falls. Like I think Bailey actually hit her finisher at one point. She got the one, two, and then I think Becky broke it up. And then the ending I thought was out of nowhere, and I thought it was very well done. Uh, with Sasha had her the bank statement, I think it's what she calls it. Yep. She had the submission on, and she was about to tap out. She ended up getting the rope. She pulled her right back into the ring. And we did a schoolboy, I think. And yeah, and she reversed the submission or something like that. And she turned it into a pinfall, into a schoolboy, schoolgirl. Got the one, two, three. Your new women's champion, Sasha Banks. What are your thoughts? I think I think the match, like you said, it was re- it was very compelling. I think. I think at the end, I think I was like, I don't know. I think like Becky Lynch could have won. I think, yeah. I think they had moments. I thought like each person was gonna win. I remember uh, Bailey, Bailey to Bailey at the top rope. Oh, like, that was great. She's yeah. gonna win, and I think Sasha broke it up and threw her out, or mm-hmm. Becky Lynch did. But I think it's a good. I think it's good for them. It's good exposure. Only if the divas on WWE could get this kind of matches out of them. But um, if I was Charlotte, I would not want to go to the t- main roster right now. <laughs> yeah, anybody on NXT Exactly. Right now. I think I'd rather stay. Even I think they said Nikki or Brie Bella said that on like interview recently. If they were in de- NXT, they'd want to stay in NXT right now. I think, yeah. I think they put on better matches. They get the ch- they get the chance. It's more the chance, an opportunity to do showcase where they have divas to give like five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Or if not, they get cut. Exactly. We've yeah. seen over the years. like WrestleMania 29. WrestleMania 30, none of them even had entrances. Yeah, and it was, it was right like after five the, the streak match, too. Exactly. They killed it. People they were just booing it. the whole time because they didn't even care. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, it's not even that the main roster divas, maybe with the exception of an Eva Marie or a Rosa or a Cameron. Yeah, it's the not like divas. they don't have the talent. Exactly. They only give the chance. Exactly. they they got to give them more than five minutes. Not even five. They don't even give them five minutes. They give them <laughs> two minutes, and they dress Paige up as a fairy in the middle of the ring on Raw. Like, that's what they think of their women. Um, but still, though, this match was great. And I think, like you said, with Becky, they were telling the narrative like halfway through that she was the wild card. So I'm thinking, are they going to swerve us and give her the belt here? Like, <laughs> like, all these women could walk out. Like, Charlotte, even at some points, was like, 
coming close to getting yep. that win. I'm like, are they going to keep the championship on her? Like, uh, I was hope, I was hoping that. Yeah, I was in some. It was very suspenseful, and I was very happy for Becky Lynch. Bailey was my pick. I still think she's going to win the title down the line at some point. But Sasha is great. She's come a long way she has. in the last two years. She got a great pop when she won, yep. too. Did you see the video that they put up on their YouTube channel afterwards? She was, like, crying. Or she was in character, and Renee Young, or maybe it was Tom Phillips. I forgot who it was. They asked her um, what her thoughts were in the title win. She's like, you know, I've uh, proved everyone wrong. I'm the best in the world, whatever, like, in character. And then Renee Young was like, okay, what is Sasha really feeling right now? And then she broke character and just started bawling her eyes out. <laughs> it was a great video. It's very emotional. But, um... Still, though, congrats to Sasha Banks on becoming the new NXT Women's Champion. Great match. So, two awesome matches in a row. That was not it. We get to the main event. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, NXT title match. Now, this matchup, I thought, the in-ring... I've talked about this before, and some people thought that the match didn't live up to the high expectations. There were some mixed reviews. But I thought the match was stellar. From a storyline, from a storytelling standpoint, I thought they did a fantastic job of making Owens look like an animal making Zayn look sympathetic as ever, and then, uh, you know, making sure that Zayn was very well protected in defeat with not getting pinned. I thought everything about this match was perfect. What did you think? I thought it was great, too. I thought, um, thought like you said, I thought it was greatly booked, great storytelling, pretty much saying that Kevin Owens waited all this time. He's not going to take freedom, though they were friends. He's not going to, it's going to, it's all about the title, making more money, and he came out and literally kicked Sami Zayn's ass, which he said he was going to do. And um, at the end, I was like, uh, I was like, shit, I was like, oh god, I don't say he's gonna get like DQ'd or it's gonna be like not I title hope, change. I was hoping not, yeah, like, or like, like a, a no contest. Exactly, or something. I thought it was gonna be something like that. I was like, son of a bitch, like come on, you can't do that. But then um, it actually kind of did look like Sami Zayn did kind of get a concussion, did like the flip. Oh, that was amazing! Yeah, he smashes that on, on the, the ramp on the ramp, and yeah. I was like, it looked uh, like uh, it. And then like he kept power bombing. I'm like, this is getting ridiculous. But um, it was great, I thought. So I thought it was a great match. I thought there was a fantastic stuff there. Everything that they did, everything from the in-ring action to the story they were telling, I thought everything about the match was phenomenal. And like I said, Zayn was never pinned, so they can always tell the narrative. Um, you know that he, you know, they can get his rematch, whether it come on the main roster or later on the yeah. next special. We'll have to wait and see. But um, I thought this match was great. And I want to show you this video real quick. You guys are gonna hear the vi- the the audio of this. Um, like the Sasha one, this went up shortly after the, the show went off the air. It was a clip of Kevin Owens um, in, a, in a post-match interview, and it was great. Just listen to what he has to say. I think it was to Tom Phillips or Renee Young. No, 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 a second. No. This is the match itself. And they call for the they call for the bell here. Some people were confused until his music started playing. I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy too. Kevin, I just want to get a quick word with you. Congratulations, first of all. But I mean, it's been two. M- moment again, because if you're gonna do that, I really don't want to talk to you right now. No, I, I mean, if you want to say that I won the NXT Championship, and I deserve to be the NXT Champion, then I'd love to hear you. My question to you is the fact that you debuted here two months ago. You are now the NXT Champion. You forgot to the day. I find (laughs) it adds to it. Two months to the day. Sounds so good. Say it. Two months to the day. 
<laughs> you walk out of NXT Rival as the NXT champion, but leaving your former best friend being tended to by medical staff, what emotions are you feeling right now? I'm overjoyed. I mean, <laughs> I came here for the NXT title. <laughs> so I, came here to, I came here to, you know, make things better for my family. And my son was in the crowd. My parents were in the crowd. My wife was watching at home with the baby. Uh, it's just such a great moment. Such a great moment. <laughs> How do you think your wife feels right now? Well, she's very proud and happy. And, uh, you know, I'm sure she can't wait for me to come home. And I can't wait to go home with this. Yeah, you know, moving to uh, Orlando and relocating for, for, for me, for my dream, for my my career, although, you know, it benefits the whole family, it, it's not easy. You know, she's out here by herself without her family, and she made that sacrifice for me, and now I get to show her that, you know, it's all, it's it's going really good places. So, it means, yeah. <laughs> Big night for you. Um, enjoy the rest of your night. Congratulations. Yeah, Liz. Thanks. Everything about Kevin Owens right now is so perfect. He is a great heel. When he gets to the main roster, it's going to mean something, dude. It's going to so mean something. And I think a feud with John Cena down the line, whether it be at WrestleMania or whatever, it's going to mean, it's going to be great. So I look forward to that. But everything about that matchup I thought was awesome. Some people, like I said before, gave it some mixed reviews. But um, I think everything about it sets up the future to perfection. I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. I don't know when the NXT special next is. They haven't announced it yet. Maybe in, what's it now? It's February, so maybe in April oh. or May again, like it was last year. We'll have to wait and see. But um, still, I'm looking forward to it. But did you hear about the returns to NXT from last week? I don't want to spoil it. You heard it? Both of them? Rhino and uh, Brian Kendrick. That is indeed it. <laughs> I was so excited. Two of the most random returns yep. that you could ever imagine. Rhino, after 10 years back in WWE, um, I was so pumped to hear that. I mean, he was in TNA like all of like a month or two ago, and he jumped back and ship in the WWE in a part of NXT no less too. I think it's perfect. You bring him back in the Raw or something like that. No one's gonna care. They probably don't even remember him. The cult following in Full Sail University does, and I'm sure you can have a good program with. Um, I didn't read the spoilers, but I know he's doing some feud to somebody right now. We'll find out tomorrow, I think, when he re officially returns. I think returns. he, like, teased tension with Finn Balor or something. Uh, that, so. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be a really good match. Like, I then. guess, like, he, he, like, like interviewed, like, Finn Balor came in. I don't know. Something like yeah, that. Something backstage yeah, or something some like backstage, that. Yeah, something backstage. Then Brian Kendrick was at the last set of tapings, came in for this set of tapings, and actually wrestled this time as the Brian Kendrick. Yeah. <laughs> the man with the plan. Uh, the former WWE champion, as opposed uh, in the Unforgiven, un uh, the, the scramble match from a couple of years. <laughs> ago with Ezekiel Jackson Big Rick as his uh, as his bodyguard yeah but he's going to be at NXT too I think in the next couple of weeks so that's going to be sweet Alex Riley made his in-ring return <laughs> say it to my face dude I was so <laughs> pumped I, I, I put out a tweet I think on Friday or something it was a video of Alex Riley I'm like this video of A-Ride gets me so pumped and he ended up retweeting it too I was so excited but um, A-Rod coming back to in-ring competition with Say It To My Face, hopefully. I can't wait for the day. I can't wait for that moment when he comes out and you hear, Say It To My Face. And that crowd goes nuts. Looking forward to it. But we got Rhino coming back. Alex Riley back in the ring. The primetime players, baby, are back together as of Raw last night. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. I was so excited to hear that. So from there, 
Um, we'll go right into our Raw review. And kicking it off with that, though, the primetime players are looking like they're back together after a year of going their separate ways. Young got injured, made his official Raw return last night. Titus O'Neil coming to his aid after being attacked by the Ascension. I could not be happier. And I think it was a long time coming. I think they need more tag teams right now with Golden Stardust being, um, they're going their separate ways, which we'll talk about in a minute, which I think was great last night. Uh, Miz and Mizdow are going their separate ways. And I think uh, bringing back the primetime players could only mean good things for the tag team division. So I want to get your thoughts on the reuniting of the PTPers. <laughs> Obviously you're higher on the, the primetime players than I am. <laughs> I, I, way I, yeah. I The only thing I like about them is their music. Besides that, I care less about moves, the, making exactly. moves. Um, but like you said, there's no tag teams right now with Miz and Miz that would split up and then Golden Stardust look like they're going to split up and the New Day sucks and the Ascension is what it is and Los the Usos, Los Madoys is terrible. <laughs> like they need more tag teams. It makes sense. Two guys that really aren't doing much. I don't know what this means. He's Slater. I guess he's going nowhere more, more <laughs> no than... Slater Gator, baby. Exactly. There's nothing for him anymore, but, um, I think it's good for ta another tag team that we could use. Like I said, there's disband tag teams right now. The New Day sucks. Most Madoys suck. They need another tag team of somewhat uh, credibility, I guess. I think both O'Neal and Young are good. I don't see them being anything big on their own. They're tag team guys. They are definitely tag team guys. And a lot of people are very high on O'Neal, but he's not like... there's. A, I think he's not overrated, but some people are like, he could be our first... Not our first, because Rock is technically the first African-American world champion. Never. I'm like... I don't yeah, see him at that, that level. Maybe not, barely even mid-card. I could barely see him pulling a U.S. or IC Oh, title. barely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's pushing it. He is a very good guy. I know he does a lot of charity and yeah. stuff like that, so that's awesome. But in-ring-wise, he is not no Shawn Michaels or a Bret Hart or anything like that. So <laughs> that said, I think the primetime players coming back is great. And I made a note today on Twitter in that, um, could you see, now that Miz and Mizdow are broken up, a heel tag team, Golden Stardust have officially broken up a heel tag team, could you see, now that the primetime players are back as baby faces, could you see the New Day finally turning heel sometime soon? To join the heel ranks with the Ascension and Cesaro and Kid. I think they could, but I, th I think the only way they could resurrect re that group would be them going heel. No uh, yeah. one could give two shits about the New Day. <laughs> I was like, last night, I literally was like, I was watching on my computer, I almost like shut my laptop. So I was like, I don't want to watch the New Day. The New Day is so bad. Thankfully, their match didn't go long. Ugh, they against just, Golden Stardust. They thought like it would like help rejuvenate their careers, but it's done worse. I'd rather have them <laughs> off TV. Yeah, I think at this point the like, gimmick is so bad. It's just so bad that it just like ugh. it's hilarious to me because they air these videos honoring Black History Month, like with Ernie Ladd, the cat, Ernie Ladd, and. Um, Ron Simmons yep. and all these others and then the New Day they, they march those guys out there to one of the most stereotypical gimmicks that we've seen in WWE for a while and um, I think it's just a waste of all three guys talents like it's not adding anything to the tag team division because I couldn't care less about anything they're involved with it also so. didn't help that they got squashed on Smackdown by Reigns oh, by the, and yeah. Bryan were they yeah were they in that match? They might have not been in the match, but still. That tag team uh, That's turmoil disaster. Match. A lot of people were like, oh, it showcased the tag team division. No, it didn't. They had a very good match with the Usos. Everything else, they oh, squashed shit. them. Yeah, why not just give them the titles? They beat the champions. Give them the fucking titles. You I was going to say, mean? if anything, they should have had the Usos not being in the New Day in it to make them look strong. Exactly. Instead, they had the Usos in it when they lost, and then they just squashed the Ascension, Los Matadores, Slater Gator... Big Show and Kane, and there might Miz and Miz Miz and Miz Within Miz minutes. Within just, minutes. Like you said, maybe she's given the tag team. I remember a couple years ago when they had like Cena 
and Shawn Michaels, and they won the tag team titles. It's a yes. similar thing. That you From like, Edge and Randy exactly. for the tag team titles. And nowadays it's like Slater Gator, Los Matadores. Like, I think they're... I'm not going to say the primetime players are going to like resurrect the tag team division, but it's a nice step in the right direction. I don't know what they're doing at WrestleMania. I'm looking at I'm looking forward to Sunday when they do Usos, Kid, and Cesaro. That could be a great match. But uh, where do they go from there going into WrestleMania? Maybe we get another four-way like we did last year. We'll have to wait and see. That sucked, too. That was a really good match. Yeah, you didn't like that match? Yeah, just kill it. Oh, no, but they got they got them out early. And then it came to, when it came down to Usos and Real Americans... I thought the Real Americans had it. That was a really, really good finish. And then Cesaro turned on him afterwards, and now he's not doing anything. But now that, he's that's, with Tyson Kidd. <laughs> yeah. Now he's on uh, After Total Divas on WWE's YouTube channel. But that's Cesaro <laughs> for you. Did you hear that his Twitter got hacked yesterday? Yeah, I saw that. That was really funny. Um, thankfully, no news from Cesaro, but the tweets that, that were put out <laughs> under his account... Um, we're very, we're we're both very truthful and very entertaining, I would yeah. think. But um, still, that we have that matchup on Sunday. So the tag team division, we'll talk about this real quick. The star and gold dust kind of thing last night. You knew where it was going as soon as they embraced backstage and the thing with Dusty. And then Stardust turned on Goldust after the matchup, and he cut a great promo that had a lot of people raving. Um, after it happened on social media. What were your thoughts on the performance last night from Stardust, a.k.a. Cody Rhodes, in that promo backstage? I thought the promo was really good, actually. I thought um, <clears throat> it showcased what he can do, but I just hate the Stardust gimmick. I just hope to God it's, like, just go back to Cody Rhodes. Please go back yep. to Cody yep. Rhodes. I think the star- if, like, once they do this whole Goldust-Stardust thing, he will never succeed as Stardust. I think they need to put him back to Cody Rhodes. He's going to be a glorified Goldust. Vi- he could be a great heel as Cody Rhodes. I just... And he was. He showed that. He was, in the past, exactly. You know? Exactly. He had all those dumb gimmicks before and he made them good. He made I hope gold, the exactly. God they changed him at the Cody Rhodes. <laughs> but they have to. And I think someone mentioned to me last night in that there has been so much talk of Cody Rhodes, of the name of Cody Rhodes. Goldust mentioning it over and over. Dusty saying it last night. There is no way at this point that they cannot turn it back into Cody Rhodes, whether it be at WrestleMania, after WrestleMania. Maybe, as what I'm hoping for is that if they keep him Stardust for the near future, they do Golden Stardust at WrestleMania, and then after Stardust wins or Goldust wins, whatever, um, they make up afterwards, and he you know takes off the face paint. He becomes Cody Rhodes again as a baby face. And I think you know he, he is a great heel, but I think before this whole Rhodes Brothers thing started about a year and a half ago, I think it was in late 2013, he was doing some of the best work of his career. Um, like that Money in the Bank ladder match when he was like the crowd was going crazy for him. Mizda one. Mizda, yeah, Mizda exactly, and. Um, he had another really good match, too. Oh, against Randy Orton on that episode of Raw. Great stuff. And that Battleground match is still one of the, among the best matches of 2013 with The Shield. Remember that? That was a great match, too. But, um, yeah, I thought his performance last night was spot on. I'm finally, I'm looking forward to finally getting that matchup between Cody and Goldust at WrestleMania. We talked about it a year ago. We're waiting three years. We've been waiting for three this years for this thing. So, yeah, I'm glad we're finally getting that. But um, other topics from last night's Raw. Um, we'll talk about this real briefly before we get into the fast lane thing. Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, the booking of them last night up until weird. the final brawl. Yeah, the brawl I thought was great. The the heel antics from Bryan and then and the heel antics from Reigns. Exactly. It's just so weird. What I don't get is and now they're less to, over I, than I'm they glad were you brought this up too because yep. I want to talk about it. What I don't get is why if Roman Reigns is wrestling. Why would he? I think I think his the, the Daniel Bryan destruction is more. 
distracting than like than signing than autographs. signing. Uh, why would Daniel Bryan that? give two shits <laughs> if Roman Reigns out there signing T-shirts and taking selfies? It's one thing if Daniel Bryan's doing the yesterday. Okay, obviously that would be somewhat distracting. Obviously you hear the people because there's so many people yelling. Exactly. Yeah. But why would Daniel Bryan stop his match against the Big Slow when he, he sees Roman Reigns signing? Freaking merch and stuff. Yeah. It's just so stupid. <laughs> and it just, I don't get the booking at all. Like, the brawl, like, they fight a little bit, and they stopped it, and they fought again, and it was weird. But I don't get it as, like, I thought after Daniel Bryan hit him, that would have been it. Because, like, the week before, he speared him. Yep, yep. So I thought it was kind of like the payback. And then yeah, it kind of like, it there. just like, and then, I don't know, it just, the whole booking, I th- even though the brawl was what it was, I just don't think, like, the whole situation is booked terribly. The whole build has been very... Shaky. Not even lackluster, yeah. It's, it's been very asinine, yeah. It's been very shaky. And um, I'm, I'm very interested to see how it's going to play out on Sunday in terms of crowd support. I don't want to say they're ruining Daniel Bryan, but uh, he used to be the most likable babyface in the company. Now they're having him do heel stuff. Not even heel stuff. Like I don't think it's... I don't even out think of the, character stuff. I just think the crowd doesn't care. And I don't think the crowd would... Ch- turn on him because he's doing that. Oh, they're not going to all turn on him now. No, but, but I think... The I yes chants were getting like less reaction last night than they probably should have because he was doing stuff he wasn't supposed to and then Roman Reigns was put in a weird position. The whole thing... Like, they're making the, both guys... Like, I don't care for either guy at this very moment anyway. You know what I mean? I like Daniel Bryan and I want him to win on Sunday, but the way that they're positioning these guys is like they're both jerks. That's the way they're booking them right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. They're not booking them correctly. They're trying to. I feel like they're trying to have people turn on Daniel Bryan to like Roman Reigns. That's not which is work. not going to happen. Even though, even if people start turning on Daniel Bryan, I don't think they'll vote. They'll root for Reigns really. I think they'll go down tiers to other people. Yep. But I think, like you said, they're Bryan's. They're turning him into something he's not, which is like so out of character. So out of character. And pe- like, like you said, hardcore fans obviously see like. They're just fucking booking him terrible. Exactly. Yeah. Obviously, like other people, are like what the hell's going on? Like, why is mm-hmm. he turning? I just think, like, maybe, like I said, I think they're trying to make the mistake of Reigns. Like, last night for the first time, what I can remember, they said, when he Roman Reigns came out, the winner of the 2015 Royal Rumble. Uh, yes, yes. I, I don't remember yes. them ever saying that before last night. I think they're trying mm-hmm. to, like, re-innovate how he won it, but yep. I don't know. I think it should... I don't know how it's going to go down on Sunday. I think that's, like, up in the air, because... It is what it is, but... Yeah, I think they're in Tennessee, of all places, I think. Uh, like, Sunday. even last night in Florida, where he's where Ronan's from, it still was kind of a split 50-50 more I to Daniel Bryan. He's from Florida, yeah. He's from Florida, it was in Orlando. Yeah. I think if they went to Pacific area, I think no one would cheer Roman Reigns at all. Nah. It'd be all Daniel Bryan. I think it's still a mixed reaction in his own home state. Yeah, that's a good but, point. That's a good point. Um... What else are we have to talk about? Before nope. I want, yeah. there's one thing I want to talk about before we get the predictions. Go ahead. Um, so last night or last couple weeks, I've been re-airing the Sheamus vignettes, him coming back. I think this could be a perfect situation because we were talking about what are we going to do with all these guys at WrestleMania? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with the Ziggler's Rybacks, whatever? Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. He's going to fight Wade Bear probably, probably or Bad yeah. News Bear, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think they should have Sheamus come back. I don't know who, uh, who like what's Rollins doing at Money in the Bank or not Money in the Bank. Uh, Fastlane. Do they have a match? There's any match? Officially, right now, There's no. Nothing. But Smackdown's probably going to be the six man. Yeah, they're taping SmackDown right now. Yeah. So say that maybe right, they have Rollins, whatever, they win. Rollins comes out, and the next night in Raw and says, I beat so-and-so-and-so. He beat them. Who's going to come out? Randy Owen comes out, finally goes to him. Finally. Ziggler yeah. comes out and says, I'm still the one that... Sheamus comes out, heel figure for the authority. 
He's working through authority now. Sheamus says, WrestleMania, Sheamus, Ziggler, Ziggler wins authority out. Do you think they'll put Sheamus in that position? I think they can make him look... I think they can make him look as a henchman enough that... Credible enough that they could actually put him at that position. They could put that stip on the line. Yeah. I could I could see something along those lines because I think Dolph Ziggler deserves... Well, I, here's the issue with that, actually, because... I mean, I like the idea. Yes. The only issue is that with so many top matches, and I mean, this is... I, I keep on harping on this, but you've got Sting and H. You've got Cena, Rusev, presumably. Main event title match, whether it be, we don't know, Lesnar defending the title. That's three matches. Orton, Rollins... And whatever the loser of the, the main event on Sunday is going to be in. And then you have that match. You know what I mean? So I think with a step that important, that main evented Survivor Series, and nothing's going to top that, but you can at least come close. Um, it shouldn't be like a like a third or fourth match on the card. You know what I mean? I could also see them having like Sting and Triple H early, early in the night. Sting, I don't know who'd win this. I could say Triple H going over, but Sting going over too. But if Triple H goes over, maybe Sting screws Ziggler over later in the night and has Shane or screws over Sheamus and Ziggler wins, and that could come on to next year and say have Undertaker against Sting. Something would work like that. I could see that, yeah. Or like have Sting win, Sting win, and then he still screws over uh, Sheamus, so then Ziggler wins. And then next year, Triple H comes out, somehow he comes out like on a one-off and says, you know what, I was the face of WWE, I couldn't beat Sting. The guy we looked up to, The Undertaker, is the face of WWE. He's got to beat WCW, and he's got to face Sting at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. They could have Sting versus Undertaker, and they use that as a format to why they should wrestle. I could see something WWE like that. WWE versus WCW, the two icons, Undertaker and Sting. We'll talk about that real quick. They talked about that. They pushed that narrative a they lot did. in that promo. I think that kind of like... I think After that promo, I was like, I think Floyd's just going to win. I, well... For me, I think it'd be better if they focused the feud on just two legends going one on one, like yeah. the first ever altercation. Do you, in, in your opinion, do you think it needs to be? Do you think it's necessary that they're making it WWE versus WCW in 2015? Do you think people really care too much about that? I don't think people care about, it, but it's something to drive. There is drive. something there. Yeah, there, I, I'm not saying it's not. It doesn't make sense, but I just think. The match already sells itself. Yeah. That you don't really need to harp on the legacies of both companies. Even even though I know where they're going with this, like you said, Triple H was. I mean, he wasn't the guy in WWE. It would have been like Stone Cold. You know what yeah. I mean? And Sting was technically WCW aside from Ric Flair, and what, which we'll get to in a second. But um, I just don't feel like that story is necessary to tell that feud at WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be. It wouldn't. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I think but, it just adds another element to the match. Yeah, that yeah. most people wouldn't think of. As long as they don't make that the central thing of this feud, then I'm okay with it. Um, if it's just if it's like another addition, like they mentioned in the promo, or like the video package going in, like I'd be completely okay with that. As long as it's not WCW versus WWE, like they build it that way, because it doesn't need to be that way. It's, yeah. it's, it's Triple H and Sting. You know, yeah. they should they should focus it on Sting's first ever match, and Triple H is going to give his first match in WWE. He's going to make him lose, like something like that. You know, and they also got a heart back, which they did. They talked about it in the promo last night with Sting being the one to cost Triple H his job. Albeit for a month, but he still cost him his job. So we'll talk about that real quick. Ric Flair making his return to Raw last night and what I thought was the best use of Ric Flair. I mean, hands down, since the guy came back um, two, three years ago. And I mean, I've ranted about this in the past. Um, right here on the show alongside with you with the Evolution reunion, which I thought was stupid. Uh, not the reunion itself, but when they brought back Flair to like endorse the Shield, and that was random, and that went nowhere. It's not like he showed up at the pay-per-view. That was stupid. He showed up at um, a couple months later, like on an episode of Raw, to pick the winner of like that four-way at Battleground. I don't even know if you remember this. And like he was he, in a Legends panel, like 
that Hulk too. Hogan that, and... that was terrible. Um, no, no, but this was before that though. That he was like in a he was interviewed by Renee Young on Raw about a four way at Battleground, and he said, "I'm picking John Cena or something like that," and that was it. <laughs> that was all he was in. Exactly. So the use of Ric Flair so far has been very lackluster. I know he's not the best talent to work with. I know he has his issues and whatever, but I think Triple H. And I think that kind of actually worked to their benefit. He actually kept him on track in that promo. And when he's focused, I think Ric Flair can be great. So would you like to see uh, Ric Flair work with WWE more in storylines going forward? I think when it's necessary. I think last, when nece- night, yeah, I not think last night was a perfect like <clears throat> segment for him to be in. Exactly. Given the history with both yes. guys. So I think that was a great use of Ric Flair. Hopefully um, we can get more stuff like that going forward and not the random like Legends panel, like you said. Which so is, stupid. And just to bring him in for a payday, I think is, I mean, good for him, but I mean, from a storyline standpoint, it just doesn't make any much. sense. Exactly. I also like how they let more people, like, a lot of people had promos last night or talking. A lot of people had like little talking segments. I remember Rusev had something to say, Cena had something to say, Ziggler, Rollins. Oh, yep, yep. Reigns, Brian, Kane and Big Show had their little tension. Cody's thing backstage, Cody's too. thing backstage. Bray Wyatt with two fire promos. I, those are the best promos that he's got since the whole Undertaker Seriously, thing started. I, people the keep, nails in the coffin. Oh, my God. I mean, his promos, I mean, I, I will admit it. I think he's a great talker, but a couple months ago when he wasn't, I mean, he was speeding with Ambrose, but when he's not doing anything, his promos are basically directionless. Like, they're not going anywhere. They're all but over now the they're, place. Now they're focused on Undertaker. The only thing I think about him is I feel like they're not... He's not on TV enough. Bray he's doing the promos and the vignettes, which he's really good at. They don't put him on TV enough to wrestle. I couldn't tell you the last time I've seen the guy wrestle besides R-Truth on SmackDown last week. Well, he did have two great back-to-back matches with Dolph Ziggler recently. He Yes, he did. Aside from that, though, I can't remember either. Exactly. I think... I think it's kind of like kind of like the mystique of him, like he's not like like Undertaker esque. He's kind of like in that territory. Like they're not going to show him every week. Um, I think, which like, it might actually be for the better. It might be for the better, but um, like I said, even going in the WrestleMania because that's what the central idea sounds like it's going to be. It's yeah. going to be Undertaker and Wyatt. Mm, I forgot to say that match before too. Yeah, but they both can't lose. The real issue. That's the real issue. I there, think yeah. Undertaker could afford the loss more because at the end of his career, now that the streak's over, it doesn't really mean much. Exactly, yeah. But Wyatt losing his two first years at WrestleMania to Undertaker and Cena would really damper his career. We were saying this last year, around the same time, that Bray Wyatt had to beat Cena. Didn't happen. And he didn't beat Cena. <laughs> and he won an Extreme Rules made a bit, People thought it was... He won that shitty Extreme Rules match, and then he got buried at Payback. Legit buried. He literally got, like, buried. <laughs> buried, yeah, under steel steps Under or steel steps or some, yep. like, prop on the side. Yep. Then he kind of, like, floated around. He had the Jericho thing that kind of was, eh. He had the Money in the Bank match he was in. And then went away for a couple months. And came broke back up with the, the wife. Yep, broke up the wife at Ambrose. Then after the Ambrose thing kind of, like, picked up. Now he's starting to pick up again. He had a strong show at the Royal Rumble. A couple good matches. He's starting to build that momentum he had last year, but they have to capitalize on that. Exactly. They can't have him lose the Undertaker again because it's not like they can have another match with Undertaker. He's the one year. Exactly. Exactly. So if anything, if it's coming out of WrestleMania and a face somehow has the title, I think they might implement him in the title run after beating Undertaker. But but then who's gonna win? Because Reigns, if Reigns won, he'd be a heel. If Rollins won, he's a heel. If Lesnar retains, he's a heel. Brian would be the only face that would make sense who's never beaten Bray Wyatt. There's a story there waiting to happen. There's a story waiting to happen, exactly. It's the first time he was trying to recruit him and the Wyatt family. This time it's all about him not being able to beat Wyatt. It's a great story there to tell. Um, I don't think, I mean, 
it's not confirmed that coming out of WrestleMania, Reigns is going to be a heel. So they could try to do that, but it's not for the better. I think we talked about that last week. Him as a babyface, the whole believe that shtick is just... Beating, beating Brock Lesnar, yeah, as a babyface and keeping on that title as a, as a babyface and Rollins not cashing in, it's not going to work. His, his babyface shtick is too Cena-esque that hardcore fans or fans that are under 10 years old don't want to see. Like, yeah. I, I liked Roman Reigns as in the Shield. I liked him when he broke off in the Shield. Once he got the Cena booking... And all the terrible promos and the believe that crap and I just I, I don't hate him I just hate how the way he's been booked I don't think he's a like a bad person or yeah, whatever yeah. it is I think he's just been terribly booked over the last couple of months and I think that he would look he'd be a lot better as a heel but then there's not that many faces for him to wrestle against exactly yeah. that's the issue the issues with the heels there's too many. Top faces and there's not enough top heels. Exactly. Well, you Big Show, your Kane. Don't even say Big Show and Kane. They need a freaking. <laughs> Let's go curse word on this. Literally, show. the only two heels that I consider that are legit three. No, I'll say three. I'll say Bray Wyatt, Seth Rollins, and Rusev. Besides yeah, that, it. I couldn't name another heel. That's it. And Bray yeah. Wyatt's still doing the Undertaker thing. Yeah. Rusev might be dead after WrestleMania, and he probably will He'll be, be dead after know. Fastlane. Yeah, exactly. And then Seth Rollins is the only and one. And that's it. And then, like. Sheamus said it was coming back, but we got to wait and see what they do with that. That so. could be a flop and a half, too. I think he did his better work as a heel. He right absolutely he did, in. yeah. I loved Sheamus when he came in, beat Cena at TLC, like, controversial way. He's when great, he said, yeah. yeah. I liked him more as a heel because like, you want to hate him. He's like a guy that's like his stupid accent. I want to like hate him. Yeah. Him as a babyface, it's like, ugh. It's just like Roman Reigns is a babyface. Like the fella crap. Like I could deal with 1-800. Remember 1-800 fella, that whole oh. thing? <laughs> no, it's, it's just so some bad. guys work better as babyface. Some guys work better as heels. Yeah, exactly. I think Sheamus and Roman Reigns are better heels. Seth Rollins, he's a tweener. He could go both ways. He could, he could be great either way. I think way, Dan yeah. Bryan's kind of a tweener, but more of a babyface now. He had his heel run. People still want to cheer him. As At this issue. point, he's so popular. I don't think you can exactly. turn him right can. now anyway. Exactly. I think they might have to... <laughs> how weird it sounds, I think they might actually have to tease or try to do a John Cena heel, to, uh, heel turn. Yeah, they can't tease it because at this point... He, I know he teased it last night. And he's like, I know I have to show more aggression. I'm like, change your channel. Don't care. I've heard this like how many times before? Like a million times. Like, I don't give a shit. Because I know it's not going to happen, you know? If they're going to do it, you just do it do like out of exactly. nowhere. Like, what the fuck? You guys do the Hulk Hogan kind exactly, of kind Exactly. Of that was never, like, planted. No, like, no build-up. Anything. It was just when it... Boom. It also turn. sucks that internet ruins everything nowadays. Exactly. Back Internet's, then, the, it, it's just... Yeah, I was 96, yeah. And I'm wearing the NWO t-shirt as we speak. <laughs> Dude, 13 years ago today, NWO debuted in WWE No Way Out 2002. First period I ever saw. Really? No Way Out 02? 02. I wanted to watch Royal Rumble, but didn't see it. I just saw Heat. That was a good Rumble, too. Just saw the Heat that year. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. But that, yeah, that was a great pay-per-view, that No Way Out 02. It started off NWO was the first thing. That sh- that whole year, I thought, 20, 2002, I know we're going oh, off track here, but so 02 good. here, I thought was amazing. First year as a wrestling fan, it was amazing. So many great things about that year. But that being said, though, um, we'll get into our fast lane predictions here. I think the pre-show is like Miz TV with Paul Heyman. Yeah, wait until the pay-per-view. <laughs> Don't really I care about care that. I care less about that. We heard, we heard Paul Heyman address the Roman Reigns-Daniel Bryan stuff last week on Raw. And like a wasted opportunity to have Brock Lesnar be there. Why not save that appearance with Lesnar being on Raw last week and save it for the pay-per-view instead? Because he didn't do anything on, on Raw last week. You know what I mean? That was a wasted appearance. But we have that on the pay-per-view. Uh, for the match itself, for the tag team titles, the Usos versus Cesaro and Kid Tag team championships in the line. Who do you got? Usos. Usos, you think? I think they over? wait till Mania to give them to Kid and Cesaro. Kid and Cesaro or the Ascension, they'll probably wait till Mania to change it hands again. Because they just won in like December, so it's way too soon. Then again, they took the titles off Miz and Miz now after a month, so you never really know. 
But um, still, though, I'm looking forward to that matchup. I think it could be a great opener for the show, and the Usos have like one of the best track records in history for like um, best ways to kick off pay-per-views. So should be a great match. I have the Usos as well, so we both got the Usos there. Divas Championship up next. Nikki Bella versus Paige. What do you got? Could go either way. I mean, this at this point, I'm like, I don't care. I like Paige. It's not that I don't care. Just like, I don't... I don't know, like, if Paige loses, then why the hell would she get in the rematch, the issue? And then where would they go with the title after that? Um... Like we said last week, I could see Nikki winning here with help from Bree, and then AJ comes back, and then you do a tag team match at Mania or a four-way or something. I could see that. Yeah, I'd say Nikki Bella. Why not? I think that's a safe choice. I mean, I'll probably go with Nikki here, too. Like I said, don't care, and I like... I like Paige, so if she won, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, but exactly. They haven't built it up in a way that I would care enough if Paige won right now. I think if they wait until Mania, if they do a four-way with AJ, which I'm sure she's coming back since she has to be. Um, but I've got Nikki going over here, too. Up next, for the Intercontinental Championship, speaking of matches I couldn't care less about or championships that I couldn't care less about, Bad News Bear versus Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. Have. Dean Ambrose, really. I don't think it really matters, again, because I think Ambrose, he had that U.S. title they mentioned on Raw last night for a year, and he never, ever defended it, so... Why will why will they do the same thing with the IC champion? Because he's not on the shield anymore. So true, true, and I think he could make a better champion. But bad news, Baird, I think is also great. But they have been completely burying him since he came back. <laughs> but uh, I'll go with Barrett here just because Ambrose <laughs> has been on a roll lately. So I'll just go booking one hundred and one and go with Barrett. Um, so up next, well, not really a match, but I want to get your thoughts on what might happen. Triple H and Sting come face to face. What do you see happening between these two? Triple H drops him with the pedigree. You think so? Yep. In retribution from the Survivor yep. Series? You think Sting finally talks? Yeah. What do you? Uh, yeah, I think it might be official on this show that they make their match official for WrestleMania. Yeah. Because I think Sting, they signed him on for like five dates or something like that. <laughs> he already wasted two or three, or two. Two. The Raw and then Survivor Series. Series. Yeah. Sunday is one. They're not going to have him appear on WrestleMania on Raw many times. Maybe the night Until after. So the fake thing again. The fake, yeah, the fake thing probably. Or the go home show. They'll probably have him, you know, they'll bring him in. Um, but that's about it. So they'll probably confirm the match right here, right now. So that's, yeah, that's what I probably think is going to happen there. Um, now it's time for the top two matches on this show that could very well go either way. Very unpredictable here. John Cena versus Rusev. For the undefeated, for the well, for the undefeated streak and the United <laughs> States Championship, who do you got? Can you go first? I don't think, dude. I'm. I want to see what you want to say first, and then I'm digress from what you said. It sucks because I think either way, John Cena is going to be the one to end the streak. It's either I'm, I'm going with Rusev here after John Cena got the better of him last night, and then Cena wins at Mania. But it's the Bray Wyatt Cena thing over again. It's it's the same thing from last year. Um, it's a complete wasted of a of an undefeated streak and a good guy too. I think he's a, he's been built up very well. But yeah, I've got Rusev going over here, whether it be via DQ or some crappy finish. Uh, Rusev retains either way. What do you got? Do you think Rusev's walk Rusev walks out of this feud unscathed or no? No, he's still undefeated. It's, he's not gonna be unscathed. It's just Rusev. a matter of when it happens. When it happens. The thing is, I just know for a fact. One of these matches, WrestleMania or No Way Out, Cena will win. I know it already. They're already going with the he's testing me as a man kind of. He's an old guy he's an at old 37. Guy. So he's got to prove <laughs> Rusev that he's not an old guy anymore. Winning the U.S. title, would that really make a big deal? No. It, I think it would give him more credibility. I a think it would give a little bit more John Cena. He's kind of John Cena. But, like, 
It would be lose interesting. Who would he lose it to? Is yeah. the real issue? Would he defend it a lot? Probably not, because he's not. He, he's the main event guy in a mid card title. It raises a lot of questions. It raises a lot of questions. I think him holding it could help someone down the line. Him losing to someone like a Sami Zayn Ooh. or an Adrian Neville. I doubt Adrian Neville. Yeah. But just saying. Retrospect there, <laughs> oh, but um, ruthless aggression all over again. Cena is Kurt Angle, and then John Cena. Who's gonna be John Cena? Sami Zayn, Adrian Neville. Yeah, but they know Aaron who they Gordon. are. People know who Sami Zayn is. So it's not like you can do the same thing. No one knew who John Cena was. True, true. But um, I think, like you said, I think, I think, I'd rather Cena go over at no fast lane and then Rusev win it back. I think it's it just kill Rusev so bad lose at Mania. I don't see Cena losing both matches. Even, even if. I could even see like, uh, I could see them even taking this feud from Fastlane, Mania, and Extreme Rules, and I think they'll probably do that. They'll probably do that. they try to drag story. Extreme Rules is always WrestleMania Mania recap. Maps. Yeah, yeah. Um, Backlash. It's really hard to say. I think either way, Rusev's gonna Rusev, lose. Rusev's gonna. Rusev will lose the match, but by, like, DQ or something. You know what I could absolutely see happening? I could see them doing what they did with Lesnar and Triple H, but ex- instead of, like, over the course of a year, they do it in three months. And you have Rusev win on Sunday by, you know, count out or something. And then Cena breaks the undefeated streak of WrestleMania, wins the title, and then they'll pull a big show. Like, remember when Big Show won the IC Championship at WrestleMania 28, and he lost it right back to Cody Rhodes the next month at Extreme Rules? That's what I see happening. And then Rusev will win back that championship um, with some help from John Cena's next rival, Kevin Owens or something. I don't know. But just a thought. <laughs> just a thought. Just a thought. Kevin Owens already come back. <laughs> yeah. Or I don't know. Rusev was on NXT for only a few months. So I don't know about Kevin Owens. We'll have to wait and see. I think – I think <laughs> I saw that on a hashtag today. It was like um, should main roster guys face NXT guys. I think this would be a great idea. Have like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Neville Breeze. Yep. They fight Slater, some shitty other guys. <laughs> you fight for your spot. Slater versus Owens. Owens wins. He goes to main roster. Slater goes to NXT. Oh, okay, they could do okay. that. Because I think a guy like Slater would actually thrive in NXT. Something that I don't think he's kid? bad. I don't think he's that bad. It's the spot they're given. I think they could easily do that. And have some guys come up, some guys go down. Yep. But you said they have to have direction. If Kevin Owens is a big enough name and big enough down in NXT and people know who he is, then mm-hmm. he's going to go up to WWE and he's going to thrive. He's not an Adam Rose or exactly. Bo Dallas that no one could give two shits about. Yep. I never really saw much in Bo Dallas as it is. No, no. He won yeah. NXT Championship, but... He wasn't that yeah, great. He's he a good like heel, but he's not going to get me up at a certain level. I think he won it for so Seth Rollins... Then Big E. Big E, yeah. Big for E. For like six months. Exactly. They were very high on him for a while. Yes. He had a good run as IC champion, but I, he was good. that's a rant for another day. Um, <laughs> then he lost to Bo Dallas, Adrian Neville, what it, it is what it is. But I think, like you said, a guy like Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn, who've been around for a long time, that actually deserve to be in the main roster. People care about them. They'll have direction. Yeah. A guy like Adam Rose was barely down in NXT for a couple of months as Adam Rose. They call him right and up. They call him right up. Same with. Uh, Bo, 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 no one cared about Bo Dallas. They pretty much took his gimmick and tried to make it like Dan O'Brien, like the Bo They Lee. ruined him. With the undefeated streak, I think he had something going there. It's not and like he's going to. Then he lost gonna, the Then he lost the Archer. Then it was all downhill from there. But, so. um, yeah. So back to predictions. Uh, John Cena or Rusev? Rusev. No, Cena will win, but Rusev won't lose the title. Rusev retains? Mm-hmm. Okay, then that you know sets up so, a rematch yeah. at WrestleMania. That's what I got as well. And then main event, Daniel Bryan versus <laughs> Roman Reigns. Winner advances to WrestleMania for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Before I go, who do you got? 
I think this one is literally a toss up. I think I could throw it up and throw up in there and just it's like a flip a coin right now. Yeah. I think the T's and both guys could win. I just ah. I want to say Brian. I just don't know what they would do with Reigns if Reigns loses. I've seen like I heard a lot of people say the Rock thing. I think the thing with Reigns and Rock would be really good. Comes out and says you cost me. I want to kick your ass. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I just fear the Reigns and Lesnar match is going to be terrible, and I don't know if they're going to pull the trigger on that yet. Especially if Reigns is going to be the baby face. Exactly. Lesnar's the heel. I like they said people are saying like maybe Paul Heyman jump ship with Le- f- jump ship the Reigns and like people sympathize with Lesnar. I guess it kind of was like that in O two like Lesnar and Big Show they had yeah. a shitty match O two Survivor Series like four like minutes four minutes for the title <laughs> for the championship. It was like a four minute fuck? match for the title and his undefeated streak got ended on that show. Yeah, his undefeated streak did get ended on that show. So big, big show of all. And, then, I, and he show. was gonna win too, and Paul Heyman screwed him over. I'm pretty sure he chokes him on a chair. Yeah, I think yes. something like that. Yeah, something like that happened. I think, like, I just, like, two big guys just never gel in the ring. I just don't. I hope they go with the David Goliath thing. I think it would be perfect. Dan Bryan lost his title, never got a rematch. Exactly. Him come back. Like I said, Reigns versus Rock would be another hell of a match. They could pull on the car. Sells itself. Sells yeah. itself, exactly. And just another big match for this pay-per-view. If they have all these matches, how we're having them, they all come out as good as we think they could be, this yep. could be one of the better cards. It could for, be. for a year that we were kind of like, what the hell is going to go yeah, on? Yeah, exactly. If they had Lesnar and Bryan, Rock and Reigns, Undertaker and Wyatt, Sting and Triple H, Seth Rollins and, and Randy Orton, yep. and then just other matches, it just could be ridiculous. I've heard rumors of an NXT Money in the Bank kind of ladder heard, match with a title. Yeah. On the pre-show, pre-show which would, would be a hell of a time. Amazing. I think that would be great for them. I don't even care if they're on the pre-show. That just gets another viewership to their network. That has to be on the pre-show. It has I mean, to be on the pre-show. NXT it guys have be, to be on the pre-show. It can't be on the main roster. No, no, but I think but in any form, NXT guys have to be on the pre-show this year. Pre-show? It should be pre-show or the first match, I yeah. think. Yeah, Because they would kick off, they would get the crowd so much into the the invested in the product. People who go sense. to WrestleMania know who these guys are. Anyway, exactly. You know? It's not like they're nobodies. People have yeah. been watching. Like you said, the hardcore fans know what exactly. NXT is. Exactly. It's not like most people. No, hardcore fans are the ones that go to WrestleMania on the night after and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They're the mm-hmm. ones that pay retarded money to go out there and <laughs> yeah. do all this stuff. I think yep. that'd be perfect for them. Like I said, if they formulate. Because then, like, if Brian loses, like, Ziggler, but then. Ziggler would have to go heel, or someone would have to go heel, and it just wouldn't, like, no one would give two shits either if Daniel Bryan won, like, the Andre the Giant Memorial. Or, Bryan? Like, no, Bryan no, is not I would, I would be that. pissed. I'd be like, okay, who cares? Yeah. He was in the main event last year, now he's in the Andre Giant Memorial. Exactly. I and he wins happen. it for no, and it has no I'd be meaning. happy with Ziggler winning it. Oh, yeah, I'd have, I think Ziggler is, is worth more than that. Yeah. I think the whole Survivor Series win kind of means nothing. Yeah, absolutely. It not. meant nothing. Yeah, they completely His devalued best it. Win of his career meant nothing, pretty Sting, much. I wouldn't say Sting's debut meant nothing, but I would definitely say Ziggler's win was completely It was very devalued. watered down, very by, watered the, down yeah. by how the authority came back so Month fast. Month and a half later. Exactly. Jesus. Um, but, like I said, he was in that role last year. Uh, no one really saw Cesaro winning it. He kind of won. He kind of broke out. Ziggler could do the same thing. I think <laughs> you throw in Miz and Mizdow and Star and Goldust, we got ourselves a stacked card. Exactly. And much more than last year. The last year we only had like three or four matches atop the card. You had everyone thrown into that battle royal, royal. Divas match, random match, Shield match, and, that, and Daniel the Bryan Shield match was double very duty. random last year. That was like two they or three won minutes. in like two minutes. Yeah. 
I think it was just. I think it was a time constraint. Kind uh, yeah, of thing. I think so. But the match itself, like New Age Outlaws, really, really. Literally, I don't think the New Age Outlaws and Kane literally got one offensive move in. No, but I think I think I, think I, I would have taken that over a Shield triple threat because it was way too soon. Yeah, yeah, I think though. it was great too because it just like, made the Shield look that much more dominant. Exactly, yeah, it was like. I didn't want to see it the match. It was a blessing in disguise. It was yeah, a blessing exactly. in disguise. Yep. We didn't, have, we didn't get drawn on a long match, but we got like what we wanted. We don't exactly. see to kick their ass. So it's what it is. I would have gotten that as opposed to. I would I would have taken I I I'm happy that we got the short match and then the opener too with Rock Hogan and Stone Cold like yeah. I'm happy that went longer so we could have that short yeah, match too exactly. like it worked out well but um WrestleMania main event Brian or uh, Reigns I'm sorry who do you see I'm going, going with what I want to see I want to see Lesnar and Rain, uh, Lesnar and Brian I want Brian Daniel Bryan you think he's going to win or do you or both you want him want, to win I want I'm gonna pick who I want to win I want okay. to pick Daniel Bryan. I got to go Roman Reigns. My thoughts on this have not changed. I want Daniel Bryan so badly, and I know the rumors are now like, now Vince has changed his mind. He thinks Bryan's going to WrestleMania. I still don't see that. I still see it being Roman Reigns. What you do with either guy, that's the hard part. Like you said, where do they go with either guy after this? And like I said in this week's Q&A video, it's not going to be a triple threat. Like, you can't do that. To do, that to do it two years in a row to me, it just seems so stupid. Um, I, I feel like Lesnar, and then you just had a tri- triple threat match for the title like a month ago too, a Royal Rumble, and it's not going to be as good. Oh, no way it's going to be carried. I think, I think it is doable. It just it would look du- it look bad for WWE to have two years in a row. Worst case scenario, I think. Exactly, because they're fixing their mistake by implementing Daniel Bryan again. Yeah. When they should have made him in the, he should have won in the first place exactly. both times. So it has to be Bryan and Lesnar I think in WrestleMania. Reigns and Lesnar like you said if they keep it the way it is, I think there is potential there to have a good story, but at this point especially with this build with Bryan being so freaking bad, they have ruined any credibility that he's had on his own. Bryan can still recover from this cuz he's organically over Reigns they they have ruined any crowd interest, any fan interest in him whatsoever. So um, they either have to turn it beforehand at WrestleMania. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do, but, I'm, but I think it's still Roman Reigns that wins here. But the th- I think is I think they think that okay, Reigns wins. Mm-hmm. He's kind of heel. Then they have Heyman jump ship with Reigns. Then make him more of a heel. But for then, WrestleMania, for WrestleMania. Okay. But what do you do to circulate some response from Lesnar, who has those limited dates? How is he going to? He needs a Heyman to be there with, be there with him. Exactly. So people keep saying, oh, it would make so much sense if Reigns and Heyman teamed up, but there's going to be no right response with Lesnar for five weeks. He might have two appearances left on his date, and he's not going to resign. He's, he's going to turn on him one up. week, and then he's going to show up for a promo the week before WrestleMania. And what's he going to say? It. He's a farm boy. He's going to kick his ass. Like <laughs> It just it, it writes itself. I think O2, he could, it, it was good enough he could... He had enough mic skills now. I think he just doesn't give a shit anymore that he won't put extra effort in to play the role. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, he had to cut a very good promo a couple weeks ago, but that's as a heel, though. As exactly. A baby face. What's he going to cut? He's not going to He's not gonna get sympathy from the fans. Nah, nah. He's not going to go, oh, poor me, I lost nah. Paul Heyman. Exactly. He's He does his good work as a heel. Yep. He can do those, like, one-on-one interview kind of shoots that he's good at. Him on the mic, yeah. No. Get the... Pen and paper and look at it because he has no idea what he's going to do. I just like I said, they have to turn Reigns heel now, but people, people going to cheer Lesnar either way. Yeah. So I don't even think they have to like legit turn Lesnar babyface. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Yeah. But um, like I said, then if he comes, it's more the fact of after WrestleMania, who mm-hmm. does Reigns go to wrestle against? He has he, to be a heel. 
But then, then who would he go against? Because he already beat Brian, so it would make no sense for him to face there Brian was, again. Well, I mean, well, there's more potential. Brian, I think no matter what, as much as I want to see Brian and Lesnar, Reigns will end WrestleMania as champion. I do think you, Seth Rollins might cash in too. There's a chance. Do you think there's a possibility they have Reigns win, Rollins cash in? That would save the show. They would save the show. And even, I don't even care if Rain, Rollins lost to Randy Orton early night. That'd be fine. They've done that it. plenty of times. Like yeah, Edge have, lost yeah. to Ric Flair yep. at New Year's Revolution, came back, won the title. I think even if he lost to Randy Orton, it's credible enough loss that it's Randy Orton. Randy Orton against his redemption anyway. Exactly. So it's a win-win. It's I was win-win. thinking about the last night. Win-win, yeah. exactly. And then they have Rollins. He's going to be cheered as a babyface yep. over Reigns, obviously. Yep. Then they have him and Reigns, Extreme Rules. I don't know what the hell they do there. And then you could turn Roman heel. I, I just don't, like we talked about last week, I don't think you could do a double turn with Seth and Roman. You need Seth as that heel right now. And then you can add a Roman, but you can't turn both guys. What they could also do, they could do like, they could kind of do a similar Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens thing with Rollins and Reigns. At Extreme Marauders have like some like, I don't even know what match they would do. Yeah. Pav Reigns literally beat the shit out of Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins still contains the title, but he gets his ass handed to him. Yeah. Then he would turn him more of a heel because people want to cheer Rollins. Okay. And that would legit turn Reigns heel. And then maybe he takes out Ambrose or something. He needs to do something that he needs to take out faces that people want to boo him. Yeah. Like take out a Randy Orton. Or like the next night in Raw, say that say that Seth Rollins cashes in. Seth Rollins comes out and does his thing, grows through the crowd, whatever. Reigns is so mad. He goes through and freaking kills... The New Day or something. <laughs> yeah, Someone exactly. that's something like the Usos. Yeah. Takes out the Who, Usos. He has history he has with history him. with, yes. Like backstage, they're walking, there, they get attacked by Roman Reigns. It yeah. makes him more of a heel if he Great. attacks faces. I think what they're doing now with Daniel Bryan, if the route was to turn him heel, they're, they... They're not going to turn... They're not going to turn Daniel Bryan heel. Oh, no, no, no. I mean Roman. Oh, heel. okay. Well, I mean, if they're going to turn him heel, then they're doing a good job by pairing him with Daniel Bryan, but the bad part about it is they're... Also making Brian look bad here too. Yes, it's not like Roman is looking like a complete douche compared to Brian. They're making Brian cool. look equally. They bad. both look like jerks right now. Exactly. Like so, why am I going to cheer for either guy on Sunday? Like I want Brian to win still, obviously, but the booking of that has been so bad. But I still have Roman Reigns, and you got Daniel Bryan. I'm looking forward to it regardless. I mean, I think the road to WrestleMania is shaping up to be big. All these matches. Yeah, we got the whole card booked right now, and it's better than last year. I mean, as great of a show as it was last year, you only had a couple matches, and a few of those matches were not good. Cena and Wyatt, although the build was there, like that promo with Eminem. I think the match left wasn't a lot at, to be desired. I think I think it wasn't as bad as people said it was. I don't think it was the greatest. It's not a five-star classic. I think the only issue with it was that it told the wrong story. story. It told the wrong story of Cena going over. Exactly. Well, that too. Yeah, but the legacy thing, and then they try to turn him heel, like in the matchup, like that was weird. And then yeah. Taker and Lesnar was terrible. Taker and Lesnar. <laughs> for how, like, exactly. The moment was great. The match was. No, yeah, you overshadowed the match. The match was literally, match, yeah. the match was literally Lesnar carrying Undertaker the entire match. Tombstone, F5, F5, Tombstone, Last Ride, Chokeslam, F5, done. And that was pretty much what it was. Not in that order, but obviously. Not in that order, but, like, you could tell, like, yeah, I know. Like, we were, like, I think Undertaker screwed up. Like, Lesnar was literally doing everything in the match. Like, picking him up, putting him in the corner, doing, like, some, like, spots in the corner. Then he brought him to the ground. Kind of, like. I know he was concussed, but the guy's fucking 48 years old or something like that. They had great matches, and I hate people who say, um, like, with Big Show and Brock Lesnar, like, oh, they had great matches 10 years ago. Keyword, 10 Years they didn't ago. have great matches they 10 didn't, years ago. I, yeah, I watched the Survivor Series match. They did that not have great matches 10 years they ago. They had good matches. The best Brock Lesnar jo- and uh, Big Show Big Show match was Judgment Day 
stretcher match, right? Three in a stretcher yeah. match. That's their best match they've ever had. Yeah. And Lesner, Even then, yeah. The best Lesnar legit match I could think of on top of my head would definitely be No Mercy, him against Taker in the Hell in a Cell. That was no phenomenal. No Mercy 3. He had a lot of I good believe. matches with Angle, too. Yes, he had a very... Yeah, his WrestleMania match with Angle was very good, 19 too. 19 was great, yeah. 19 was very underrated good, too. Very underrated match, yeah. yes. Very underrated WrestleMania, I think. Very yeah. underrated WrestleMania. Very good WrestleMania. Gotta go back and watch that in the WWE. I was gonna rewatch that one, too. That was one of my favorites, though. 18-19, we're... Right, perfect ones to start off with. Twenty was good. There was a really good streak there. I think seventeen, obviously. I didn't see seventeen. Of, you haven't, oh, you got to go back and watch. Well, I've that seen network. it, but I didn't see it like as a. Oh, time. yeah, as a fan. So yeah, when I started yeah. watching. It was eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. I think twenty-one is very underrated too. I thought twenty-one was great. Twenty-one was like passing the torch of the new he era. Was the scene, Rey Mysterio, exactly. Orton, Cena, Batista. Exactly. That was a new twenty-two. Rey Mysterio won. That's the only thing I think of. That match was only eight minutes long, and Cena though. retained, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then Undertaker, Mark Henry. Right. <laughs> 23 was Michaels and Cena. And then Batista Taker. So a really good match. Better than 22. And then 24 was the triple threat. I thought that was a really, really good WrestleMania. Really good WrestleMania. Underrated. Floyd Mayweather was Big Show. was pretty good for that what it was. That was really good for what it was. Uh, Michaels, Flair, Triple <sighs> Threat, Edge, and Undertaker. I think there's a lot of good matches on the that Triple show. Triple H was on that card, too. Who did he wrestle? He no, was he was in the, the Triple Threat. He was in the main event, yes. Yeah. So a lot of good matches that the show. The Belfast Brawl started off the show yeah. with Finley and JBL. <laughs> Hornswoggle gets involved. 25? I don't really remember much of 25. I Only hated I could, 25. If I could like say 25 in a nutshell, it would be Undertaker. Undertaker <laughs> and Shawn Michaels, and then like Rey Mysterio versus JBL for the IC title. It was like ten seconds long. Yeah, yeah. That Besides that, I like, couldn't even name. The, I think it was like Edge and Cena, maybe. It was Edge, Edge Cena, Cena and Big Show. Big Show. Because oh. I went to the next pay view and it was Backlash. Yeah, the Great was, Show, better than WrestleMania. <laughs> great Show and yeah. it was Big Show over. Uh, that was the only thing. People, I think. Look at twenty five in a better life because of that Taker Shawn match. And that then, was the only good match on that show. That was the I only think, good thing. Yeah. Because I think they also told the wrong story with the Triple H and Orton thing. That Everyone was, yeah. wanted Orton to go over, and he, lost. and he lost. He did win the next month at Backlash, but still, people wanted Which was a better match, Which yeah. was a better match, too, yes. But that the, was in the main event. The, the whole show was 26, a 26, Batista and Cena. That was good. That Orton versus Legacy, which was good. Yep. Then the Money in the Bank, which... That was not... Swagger one, which was garbage. That was the one of the worst, worst Money, Money in the Bank. Yeah. And then they had... Edge and Jericho was CM really good. CM Punk and Mysterio. Yeah, yep. That yep. was a good match. Doing CM Punk. World title match between Jericho and AJ. That was really good. And then it was Batista and Cena. And then main event, HBK and Taker. Oh. Great match, too. Phenomenal. So I thought it was a good show. Then 27 was terrible. Yeah. No, the only good match in that show. <laughs> was there a good match in the show? I didn't even like Triple H and Undertaker. Some people were like, that's the best match of the year. That that was very boring to me. i got to go back and watch it again. I haven't seen it since. I have it on DVD, actually. I'm going to go watch it. But... Um, Orton and Punk actually had a good match on that show. I think that was like a mid-card match. It was a mid-card. And they were pissed that they weren't higher up on the card. (laughs) I remember that. Um, But yeah, that show, 28, I thought was also, maybe not underrated, but I also thought it was very good. I thought that was a great show. Rock and Cena told a really good story. And um, Jericho and Punk, Undertaker, Triple H, the three main events. Like NXT TakeOver was amazing. So I thought that was great. 29 sucked. A huge disappointment. 28. Was really good. The Sheamus and Bryan thing was that like, was the only blemish. That was terrible. That was the only blemish. I'd have I have to rewatch the show. What I really like from the show is that music in the main event. I love the Flow oh, Rider and MGK. And yeah. Love it. Love <laughs> when you th- if you think like the Cena and Rock like. 
crowd reaction was good, you need to watch your 18 with Hogan and Rock. I know, oh I know, Oh my I know, god, I know. the place was wanted the Hogan to win so I've freaking bad. I've seen clips of it before. It is ridiculous. That's such a good WrestleMania, too. My first WrestleMania I ever saw. 02. 02. Good Remember, year. like, Maven versus, like, Goldust in, like, a hardcore <laughs> match? I think Maven won it back. On a schoolboy and Christian on a taxi. That same show? The same show. Oh, my God. Christian, like, it was a 24-hour rule still. And, like, Molly Holly won it. Hurricane won it. And then Christian won it. Shit. And then right before Christian was leaving the building, Maven schoolboyed him and got away in a cab. <laughs> um, Scott Hall and Stone Cold. Undertaker, Ric Flair, too. Undertaker, Ric Flair was a hell of a match. Arn Anderson got his ass handed to him. Oh, he was in that match, too? He came out and got his I ass kicked. I think David Flair came out and got his ass kicked, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's David a great Flair. that's a great promo too Undertaker yeah. and Ric Flair goes in like OVW and kicks the shit out of David Flair I think I've seen clips of that too that's so funny like David Flair, the what holy a hell out of David Flair and then uh, Jericho and Triple H is really good and then yep. Rock and Hogan that's oh. just, that just steals the show steals oh the show God. not even a five star classic it's amazing yeah. and no, that's five Wrestlemanias right there 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 like were the best string of Wrestlemanias you're ever yeah. gonna get and then Great shows. 29. The only good match in that show I again. Th- no, I think I, I I think the team Hell No and Ziggler and Big E match wasn't that bad. It felt I like think... a match on Raw to me. It felt like a Raw match. It was like 10 minutes long and it was like... Mm, I'd have to rewatch the show. The Punk and Undertaker match, I don't really remember much from that WrestleMania. I watched it here at school on my laptops. It was a very bad connection. I would have to go and rewatch the whole show. Yeah, the connection got better as you know. It's been almost a year, actually, a year ago from next Tuesday that the WWE Network debuted. Yeah. We'll talk about the next one. Um, but yeah, that WrestleMania the Punk and Undertaker was great. I remember when I was at WrestleMania last year, they were showing the that match on like the Titantron. Yep. Yep. And then they showed the Rock and Cena again. I think the Rock and Cena matches people shit all over them. I think what they screwed up with that was. They build once in a lifetime so exactly. much that they would screwed not have it over. Yeah. They screwed it over with having it again. And it they made didn't need to. And it was more predictable the second time. I was I would have put like either guy could I was won. I would have put my like college tuition on John Cena winning the twenty eight match. Yeah. I was convinced John Cena was gonna win. Same. And then Cena lost. Clean. I was like, oh shit. Clean. And Clean. then the next year for the title, everyone knew Cena was gonna win. And then he did. And, and then, then they he did. made out afterwards. Like they were like just kissing each other on the top of the were stage. They each other? No, but you know what I mean though. They're <laughs> like matter. You they're... know what I mean though. But I didn't like the whole passing of the torch thing at the top of the stage. They were like hugging each other. That was real though. They did hug each other. I'm like I walked away that night after watching that show. I'm like, I almost went to that show too. Did you? Uh-huh. Oh, that was in New Jersey. Yeah, I just remember when that show ended. I'm like, what is there to be excited about? Ziggler didn't cash in. Swagger and Del Rio. I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? And then the next night's Raw was great. Like Ziggler cashed in. Ryback turned heel. I'm like, okay, now I'm excited. But this should have happened to WrestleMania. Exactly. You know? But um, but I'm looking. Then, I'm, I think then, I'm more excited for the night after WrestleMania this year too. Yeah, like I said. Then last year we got a bunch of good stuff. Yeah. 30 was great, too. If obviously. only Bray Wyatt won. Would have been the perfect if, WrestleMania. If and Bray, if Taker Lesnar was good, too. If Taker as Lesnar was in the... Yeah, the, the same result would have been good. They just The match just sucked. Yeah, exactly. Just but, Wyatt Cena needed to be better, and it would have been, I think, up there with 17, if not as good, better than as the greatest Mania of all time. Passing of the torch for a lot of guys. Like I said, 17 had its matches. There were a couple matches that were, eh... Now it wasn't that perfect WrestleMania. I didn't people, think it was. I like think amazing. people just book it as the best because it had a lot of good matches. And it was the end of the Attitude Era. The timing was right. And a match that's underrated: the Raven Big Show Kane match. The hardcore title is actually really. I'm in the midst of watching that right that now. That match actually. is very entertaining, and yeah. that was. 
I remember, I don't know who wrestled. I don't think there was a first match. I think they had a crap match. I think it was right to censor versus someone first. Taz and APA. Yeah, that match. The, ma- the first match was Jericho and Regal, who had a nice match over the IC title. Yes. That was a good match. And then, like I said, then they had... China quickly won the women's title. I know that from Ivory, I think like, it was. That's like the beginning. Like I feel like that, like you said, the end of the night kind of had good matches, like the Austin Rock. Austin. Then McMahon, McMahon, I thought was fantastic. Oh my god! Like you, you, on on paper, that match is like I don't care about Mr. McMahon versus or versus Shane McMahon. Then Linda, that was like the moment of the That's night. That's also Mc- like at WrestleMania 22, the Vince and Michaels match. That was a lot. It's a match that, right to be. It had a lot. It was a way better than it would have should have been. Yes. Exactly. But I think this main WrestleMania card could be good. I think next year, the. <sighs> The opportunities are endless. Big, are yeah. endless. I think so many people could think of what they're going to do. Um, 20, 33. I'm already looking forward to 33. Don't well, know where I, it is. I, I heard it's going to be in Pennsylvania, maybe. Where? I don't maybe know. Heinz Field, maybe. Yeah. If, if it's, it's somewhere us, if it's somewhere close, I will definitely go. Book the plane ticket. And I'll definitely be out of college at the time, so I'll have <laughs> money to spend to go to WrestleMania. I'd, yeah. I'd really like to see to go to Canada again. I'd love to go to Canada. Oh. Man. Those fans are so hardcore. I'd love to go out there, Canada. And oh, that was where 18 was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Toronto. They never go to Canada. Yeah. They need Unless to they go to like Vancouver. That's way too far. It's like yeah, freaking yeah. other side of Canada. It's like yeah, going they to Washington can't go that at that far. point. But still, I think uh, to go to Canada, I think they need to branch out and go to some new places. But uh, 30, 32 next year. If anything, have like a summer slam in there or something. They yeah, need to, like, they need to go back. To, they haven't done a pay per view in Canada, I think. Think if my if I'm correct here, I think since like '09, like Breaking had, Point. Was they had Breaking Point at the Bell Center, I think. Yes. Because that's when Undertaker uses. Uh, and Montreal Screwjob yeah. 2.0. Oh my god. With Punk. <laughs> yeah. time, didn't TNA do the this not yeah, just like a times? month later with Kurt Angle and he's like, "Fuck you, I'm going back to WWE." <laughs> After it happened, John and I were so convinced that he was telling the truth. That he's like. Do you know that Kurt's going back to WWE? I'm like, oh my god, are you serious? It was so funny. Yeah, that was but, such uh, a bad year. That was five years ago, too. Yeah. Holy shit. But um, um, still, Fast Lane Sunday. Looking forward to yep. it. I'm excited. We're on the Fast Lane on the road to WrestleMania. It's going to be a great, 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 great road to WrestleMania with all that's being on, uh, with all that's being shaped up for WrestleMania, all that's being rumored. It's going to be a very good WrestleMania, I'm sure. But uh, before we go, shameless plugs and the shoutouts. The shoutouts, Molly Cam Graham. Um, that's it. I don't really and Shannon. I don't really need a lot of shoutouts. I'm really tired. Uh, Twitter at Raymond underscore Marceau. Um, Facebook. I don't even care about Facebook. I don't even look at Facebook anymore. <laughs> Twitter is all that matters. Twitter is um, where it's at. Hashtag besides, book it. Exactly. Hashtag book it. Um, besides that, Graham can do his EC73 radio backslash. TV. I don't even know how to say it. Oh, here we go. I think it is next week, live 9 o'clock Eastern time. We got Marlon Phillips on the show. John, actually, I just talked to him earlier, who was almost going to be on the show today, like I talked to you before. But I've got him booked for the post-WrestleMania show, WrestleMania review, and the pre-WrestleMania show. Both are going to be two hours like last year, hopefully. Um, oh, I can go two hours, definitely. We've, we've got Michael Yoder on the show again for the WrestleMania prediction panel, so that's going to be cool. Next Tuesday, there, 9 o'clock Eastern time, 8 Central, right here. Let's see if I can do this. Live365.com backslash stations backslash ECTV73. Boom! Hashtag book it, baby. Um, we're talking fast lane. We're talking the road to WrestleMania. There's only five weeks from this Sunday. I think, until think I don't think 31. that makes that much of a deal. I think there you're, should you're be. You're really time. pushing the. I don't think it really be six or seven. No. I think, I think it drags it out way too much. 
five weeks, it feels like they're just going to push it. Well, well, I mean, we won't find out until WrestleMania, but I feel like they might rush some things. We'll have to wait and see, though. But um, still, next week, we're talking all about Fastlane, so it's going to be a heck of a show. But um, at Russell Rant on Twitter, Graham Houston Matthews on Facebook, YouTube, same thing, Bleach Report, same thing. And also, make sure to check out ProWrestlingShirts.com. Whole bunch of articles up there. Wrote an article last week by February Pay-Per-Views are useless. Boo. <laughs> Only you hate February pay-per-views. I hate February pay-per-views. With the exception them. of No Way Out 02 from the shirt that I'm wearing no, right now. No, there are good No Way Outs in the day. No Way Out, but Elimination Chamber was pointless. I'm sorry, but I did not like that show. What I was and saying earlier, they should have, they should have New Year's Revolution, Royal Rumble in February, and then literally WrestleMania in March and April. I like that a little bit better. Fastlane is just so... I feel like Royal Rumble... And then, like, they win the title, so they have to wait two months to get the ch- title chance. It's kind of stupid. They should do it the next month. It would make more sense. It would, yeah. As but. opposed to, yeah, and maybe you could push WrestleMania up a little bit. This year it's in March and not in April. Um, it's a little different this year. I think it's because of, like, the week. I think you said it's like Easter's the Easter's the following week. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, so that's why it's five instead of six. But next week, though, we're talking all about Fastlane. Hopefully you guys can join us. And from EC Studios, we'll see you guys next week. Peace.